1: apia the go-to
2: insurance for retirees call thirteen fifty fifty. 50 get set go local
1: legends want it a bowls green is just up the road search bowls club near me uh, welcome to without bias our dedicated lawn bowls show part of the sporting capital on sem where we dive into the wonderful world of lawn bowls and two very Very esteemed guest on the program this evening. I'm talking about Commonwealth Games gold medalists. I'm talking about world champions. I'm talking about two of the best uh, that have ever represented Australia as Jackaroos. And they'll be doing so again next month when Australia heads over to Birmingham to compete in the 2022 Commonwealth Games. So, Natasha Van Eldick's going to join me in the second segment of the show. Lindsay Clark is standing by, ready to roll. Just a quick score in the fourth one-day international between Sri Lanka and Australia. Sri Lanka, sent in by the Aussies, are three for 87 into the 20th over. So... Not really moving at a rapid rate of knots. We're here to talk about Lawn Bowls, and we do it all for Bowls Australia. Local legends wanted, so it's Bowls Clubs near me. And for Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. So what a lead-up to these comm games Uh, our Jackaroos have got. The Australian Open happening day 11. Um, We're through day 11 at the Australian Open up on the Gold Coast. And Lindsay Clark has been good enough uh, to jump on the line to have a yarn to us on Without Bias. Lindsay, hello.
0: Hi, Sam. How are you going? I'm <laughs> Sorry all the... about the background noise. I've got two two little kids still awake here. <laughs> the more
1: noise, the better, I reckon. Um, <laughs> the... All the better for speaking to you, um... I I um, I'm always blown away when I just re-familiarise myself with your history in lawn bowls and what you've been <laughs> able to achieve. 411 times you've represented your country. You've got five gold medals at world championships. Um, you've got a gold medal um, in the 2006 Com Games. 2014 uh, in Glasgow. There isn't much you haven't achieved in this sport. How are you feeling heading into another? Com games Is it all sunk in that you're going to do it all again?
0: <laughs> Look, I n- n- kind of, but not really. I think, um, as you just mentioned, uh, as we headed into this chat, I'm, I'm in the middle of the Australian Open campaign at the moment. So um, it's only been a couple of weeks ago. They announced our Australian team for the Commonwealth Games. So I soaked that up. Uh, we played the Trans-Tasman and had a great series together. And I think uh, at the end of this week, after the Australian Open's finish, it'll really feel a bit more real, I think. But, um, yeah, it's just exciting. This is my fourth games, And I think, you know, it's just as exciting hearing my name announced in this team as it was the first time around. So, yeah, really special and really excited uh, to be heading over to the UK in just over two weeks' time.
1: What, what do you put that down to, Lindsay, uh, when you've achieved all that you have in the sport, that it still feels the same hearing it read out for your fourth com games as it did for your first.
0: <laughs> I think it's just the nature of our sport being, um, you know, I, I, it, no no um, selection. It's ever guaranteed, I guess. And everybody works so hard to reach, um, you know, their ultimate goal, which is obviously playing Commonwealth Games. Um, it's the biggest thing we can do in our sport. So um, I guess I don't know. I just I know how much work has gone into it. I know how much sacrifice my family um, has given me obviously to, to be able to do what I do still now with a, a three and a six year old. My husband's amazing and mum's a lot of support my club and um, I, I guess it means a bit more now as a, as a mum as well. This is my first Commonwealth Games as a mum in Glasgow. It was just me and my husband so we were we were child free and a bit, bit freer I guess but um, yeah this time around it's extra special and yeah my six year old knows exactly what's happening and um, yeah, it's just different. It's a different excitement, but um, yeah, just as as exciting as the first time. Two thousand
1: and six, the the pairs gold medal with Karen Murphy. Your memories and recollections. Oh
0: yes, look, I mean, it's I can't believe it's been that long. How many years ago is that? That's um, my maths. It's it's a bit late, so it's a lot of years ago. Uh, but yeah, two thousand and six will go down um, as one of my favourite bowling career highlights. Um, that I've ever had, to be honest. So, yeah, Commonwealth Games, as I mentioned, it's it's the highest honour in our sport to win gold. It was my first ever Commonwealth Games alongside my idol. I never thought I'd play with her, let alone be best mates with her now, sort of 20 years down the track. And, uh, yeah, it was just an, an, an epic event, an opening ceremony at the MCG. There was 90,000 people there. We walked in front of them. Uh, like, I, It just feels like yesterday, but it was so long ago. But, yeah, it was a really special time.
1: And I, I imagine you're feeling like it's a bit of a good luck charm for you to have her within the coaching setup now as she's assistant coach <laughs> of the Jackaroo. So I'll be right there with you uh, on the plane heading over.
0: Yeah, look, I'm I'm super stoked, is there as a coach. And when she retired, it was very emotional. Uh, she's been with me for my nearly 20 years in the Australian team. And, you know, I at the time I thought that, that's kind of the end. But I'm so lucky and we're, yeah, really grateful that we've been able to secure her services as a coach. She knows the game inside out. Um, she knows how to play over there in the UK. She knows her opposition. Uh, she's a super good motivator, I think. Um, and she just knows what it's like to be out there. So, yeah, we're really lucky and, and definitely grateful. we got Kaza on our side, along with our other great coaches as well.
1: Yeah, so her and Gary Willis um, are really starting to make a lot of they're still really starting to prioritise analytics in bowls, Lindsay, and I'm, I'd love to get mm. your take on this because it's something that it, it's I'm not not that bowls has been slow to get into, but it, it's now for the probably the first time being really seriously looked at in the lead up, especially to international events, and and being used as a way now more and more to try and find statistical information that can help you get an edge. How have you seen the introduction of analytics into lawn bowls?
0: Yeah, it's been pretty cool, actually, the last couple of years or so. Um, I guess the straight, we've been quite dominant on the international stage for a long time, but the other countries, are they're really sort of catching up to where we're at. So we need to, to find another edge, like you mentioned, and being able to have like a, a stats program and um, be able to reflect on our own performances along with our opposition. You know, most other sports, people sit down and analyse their game or the opposition, you know, footy or basketball, or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, it just makes sense to me. So we're able to, um, you know, find out what works and also find out what we need to work on to get better. Um, and, you know, we, we don't worry too much generally about what our opposition is doing, but if there's any little um, consistencies that we can sort of prey on, then we'll maybe look into that as well. But I mean, any little advantage or little one percenters, that's what's going to get us get us over the line when, um you know it's a super tight battle and and um you know we might just need that little edge to to go yet yeah, you know what you've hit your forehand you know seven times out of 10 on this exact ring, go for it and and yeah so it's i mean it's yeah just another little a little bit of um ammo in our pocket
1: is there anything that analytics has taught you about your game that you weren't aware of
0: uh um, no, not really. Probably, <laughs> I play if, if I'm just leading, which I have been doing in our Australian team, or playing singles. I just like to play uh, a lot of forehand, so I just play mm. forehand round the clock most times. Just just because I feel I find a pretty good rhythm um, by doing that, so I it's sort of come out before the coaches sorry i've got my son here but oh, good. um before, sorry before the coaches like before we had that chat um they perhaps didn't know that to start with uh so they were like oh Lindsay, do you not like your back end like do we need to work on that uh, but yeah no it's just uh yeah familiarizing ourselves with that's something i like to do um not necessarily because i favor it but just because i get a good rhythm so um yeah nothing out of the ordinary as yet but it's something that's um, evolving and it's current and you know perhaps middle of the game something might occur, especially in the UK where the greens are diff- different, they can be quite challenging that they're able to pick up that data mid-game and let us know straight away.
1: Uh, looking forward to seeing, especially in the hunt now to, to achieve the first gold medal in the Northern Hemisphere. It hasn't been done uh, by an Australian yet. Hopefully this is the, the com games that it can happen. A bit closer to home, speaking to Lindsay Clark, Birmingham bound, Jackaroo, one of our best ever. Um, you're at the Australian Open at the moment. How have you found the tournament? You're out of the singles and the pairs, but you're still alive in the fours and you've got a very, very good team uh, in and around you. Beck Van Ash, Sam Ferguson and, and Kelsey Cottrell. Um, how have you found the event so far?
0: Yeah, I love the Australian Open, Sam. I've had a lot of success there, both yes. when it was in Victoria and yeah, you know, the last six or seven years that it's been up here on the Gold Coast. Uh, yeah, just found out in the pairs today on the last bowl, which was a bit heartbreaking. Got a bit stiff there, but you know that's the way it goes. And uh, made the last eight of the singles, which was pretty cool for me. I'm not normally a singles player, and then yeah, down to the semi final of the fours. So I just, you know, there's such a buzz around the Australian Open. There's so many competitors. Um, you know, winning is great, but just you know, seeing everyone around supporting, mm. uh, you know, in in the marquee tent, buying new shirts and measures and all the new gear, and uh, really looking forward to the televised matches on Thursday and Friday, and being involved with some of the hosting of that as well. Uh, but yeah, there's just a great vibe. Like it just really is a, like a bowls bonanza, bowls festival, and. Um, you know even even the bowlers that have partners that aren't bowlers are loving the, the atmosphere and you know if you if you get knocked out it's probably a positive sometimes because then you can go and enjoy the the great things that the gold coast has to offer in terms of beaches and the rainforest or theme parks or shopping centers so yeah it's a win-win really it's awesome
1: well when you're doing the broadcast give my man jack heaven a hug from me um gotta <laughs> let you go lindsay um Nine Australian Open titles in four disciplines. I can only imagine what a tenth might mean to you You're in the semis of the fours. And um, good luck for the rest of the Australian Open. And I know uh, that you'll do us all proud over at the Com Games next month. Oh,
0: thanks, Sam. Very much appreciated. We love the support. And um, yeah, thanks so much. We'll be doing our very best for the mighty Aussies.
1: Got no doubt about that. Lindsay Clark, 411 caps for Australia, heading over to her uh, fourth. Com games, look out for Lindsay Clark uh, leading the fours uh, over there. Local legends wanted a bowls green it's just up the road, Search so it's bowls clubs near me and uh, without biases for AP. The go to insurance for retirees call thirteen fifty fifty from one great to another. Tash van Eldik, uh, another Birmingham bound. Jackaroo, also alive at the uh, Australian Open in the fours, will be our next guest on Without Bias. This
2: is Without Bias. Apia, the go to insurance for retirees. Call 135050. 50. Get set, go. Local legends want it. A
1: bowls green is just up the road. Search bowls club near me. Uh, It was great to chat to Lindsay Clark a little bit earlier on Without Bias, our dedicated Lawn Bowl show on SEN, Local Legends Wanted Search Bowls Clubs near me. You can check that chat out on the podcast page, SEN.com. Dot au. Of course, without bias, thanks to Apia proudly supporting Bowls Australia. From one Jackaroos great to another. Uh, Natasha Van Eldick has won five World Outdoor Championship gold medals, two Commonwealth Games gold medals. She's the reigning gold medalist in the fours and the triples, has represented Australia on 334 occasions, and she has gained selection for her fourth Commonwealth Games, and she's joining us on the line. Uh, Natasha, uh, Natasha, congratulations. Um, it, how does it feel to be going to your fourth Com Games?
2: Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's um it's exciting. Um, it's an understatement. Um, to say that you know, to think that I'm going to my fourth Commonwealth Games at you know at the young age of 31. Um, but you know, if somebody had said to me, um, you know, you could represent Australia at one, I would have taken it. So yeah, it's very exciting
1: you're the reigning champion as i mentioned or reigning gold medalist in the triples and the fours is it a a, a hunted a hunted type thing are you, how are you feeling with the target on your back heading in
2: look if you're a gold medalist you always have a target on your back but um being australian um you know the rest of the countries are out to get you at yes. the best of time so <laughs> we're definitely got a massive target on our backs um but you know, that that adds to the determination to perform over there and I think, you know, for myself I'm looking forward to it and I strive, um, you know, when I've got a big target on my back.
1: You're teaming up with Lindsay Clark who we just had on before, um, and Beck Van Ash as well in the triples and then it's the three of you and Christina Kristich in the in the in the fours. That's a very, very good um foursome, very, very good threesome. Um do you feel like you've got every element there with, with those ladies and that's a, a, the right team to be taking in to, a, to try and get that elusive Northern Hemisphere gold?
2: Absolutely. You know, um, the gold medal over in the Northern Hemisphere, you know, hasn't been done before by an Australian team. Um, So it's definitely, definitely a goal of ours. And, you know, with the three girls in the fours and the other two girls in the triples, you know, I definitely think that the combinations are the right combinations to take over there to perform. Um, And I guess, you know, if we can all hit our straps at the same time, then I think that gold medal will be ours.
1: Speaking of Natasha Van Eldik uh, on without bias for right at care, uh, right at home, um, Tash the that elusive Northern Hemisphere gold. How bigger part of the narrative has it been uh, for you guys heading over there? Is it is it something that uh, the coaches are tapping into, whether it be uh, uh, Gary Willis or is this what you is this all part of? I suppose a, a bigger. Yeah, how big a part is it playing in in the in the narrative around the build up for you guys?
2: Look, it's always there. Um, it's it's been mentioned, um, you know, in the lead up to it, but it's not the be all and end all. Um, you know, as I said before, we've just got to go over there, do what we do best. Um, but uh, yeah, it has been mentioned, um, and I guess. You, could, you can take it either way and we've decided to take it as a positive positive. Um, and we're just going to go over there, do our best. Um, you know, if we happen to win a gold, then, you know, it's obviously history um, for Australia and I suppose everyone goes to a Commonwealth Games with a gold medal as their dream and um, if it can be done over in the Northern Hemisphere uh, where it's never been done before, then that's even better.
1: Australian Open underway uh, at the moment, Tash. Unfortunately, out of the singles... Uh, and the pairs, but still very much alive in the fours, and 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 similar to what I was saying to um, Lindsay a, a little earlier, that the team that uh, you, you've, you're rolling in with, uh, Jamie Lee Walsnope, J- Genevieve Delves, and Dawn Heyman, uh, very good lineup there. How have you found the event so far?
2: Look, you know, to be back on the Gold Coast is fantastic, and to have the uh, the Australian Open back in full swing is awesome, um, and. You know, with this team that I've got in the fours, you know, we've definitely got our work cut out for us with, um, you know, coming up against the defending champions tomorrow. But we're all, you know, great players in our own right. And, you know, if we can all just go in there, get them closer than the opposition, then I'm sure we may come away with a win.
1: You've got a brilliant record at the Australian Open. I don't think we've got enough time to go through just how many gold medals you've won there. But uh, as I look through the list last year in in the singles, uh, you've had 2019 gold in the singles as well, 2016, uh, and, and the list goes on, 2015 in the fours. What would another one mean to you?
2: Yeah, you know, I've had a lot of success in the singles here at the AO, um, but, you know, those team events, you know, they, they don't come very often. Um, so to come away with a win in the fours or even just to make the, the final in the fours would be amazing with these, you know, three great teammates that I've got, Um you know, and to go through, you know, I guess COVID and the struggles that we've all had and um as I said, just to come away with a win um uh, would be an amazing feeling. Um but as I said, you know, we've got our work cut out for us tomorrow, um, coming up against a, a very solid team. Um, so we'll just have to see what happens on the day.
1: Speaking as I said, Lindsay, before just saying that there is something that is feeling a little bit more, even more special about the Australian Open this year. Have you felt that? And you mentioned COVID, and then there's a com games just around the corner. Do you think that's all playing a part in the 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 atmosphere and the vibe that uh, you guys are able to experience uh, during this Australian Open?
2: Yeah, the um, I guess you know with the record amount of entries that we've had for the AO, and you know the weather's been absolutely phenomenal. So. Everyone's everyone's willing to come on holidays, and then if they get to play a game of bowls whilst they're on holidays, and they they think it's Christmas, really. So um, you can't get much better up here. The vibe's fantastic, um, and you know, even though the weather's been you know unreal to us, um, you know the bowls has been fantastic as well. So um, it's it's going to be a spectacular um, event. Tomorrow, um, where all the finals are being played at um, Helensvale and then the big ones at Broadbeach in the coming days.
1: Uh, Really appreciate you giving us some time. I'll let you go and rest up for all of that and what's to come uh, in the next couple of days of the Australian Open, but then uh, the job to do uh, in Birmingham. Enjoy it. Um, I know you'll do us all proud. Thanks so much for joining us on Without Bias.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Uh, Tash Van Eldick there, Birmingham bound, uh, heading to her fourth com Games, looking for her third Commonwealth Games gold medal, the reigning Pairs and Fours champion, uh, and a pleasure to have her on without bias. For right at home, the official naming rights partner of the Australian Jackaroos, and don't forget local legends wanted a Bowls Greeners just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me, and thanks to APA, the go-to insurance for retirees, 13.50.50, 50, get, set, go. Hey, um, there's no global game. This week, so you've got me for another hour. So the phone line's open 1300 736 736 Sporting Capital. After this, want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNC's apply.